Greetings everyone. Welcome to the Sports Pod, Uganda Christian University's first ever sports podcast. I am your host, Ian Asabo, and with me, I am joined by the university basketball team, the Lady Cannons and the Cannons. To my far left, I have Shakira, there is Millicent, Jerry and Titus. I'll give them some time to be able to talk about themselves so we can delve much into the basketball topic. So, Shakira. Yeah, I thank you, Ian. Uh, I'm Shakira Nambubia. I student of UCU, I play basketball, and I am doing a bachelor's in governance and international relations. Yeah, I'm talking about basketball. I play guard. Yeah, I'm point guard. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. The opportunity to be here. Um, Millicent Otieno, I'm a student at UCU. I play basketball. I'm a shooting guard. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Dual title is my name. I do bachelor public health, final year, basketball player, ECU Cannons. Uh, I'm Jerry Kayanga Samson. I play for the ECU Cannons. Uh, I'm doing a, a master's in public administration and management. Yeah, I play shooting guard. All right, thank you so much. Um, ladies, gents, I want to send out the gratitude for you joining me here today to discuss everything basketball. So before we go anywhere, let's talk National Basketball League. Um, the Cannons, you've had a great start to the season so far. And with one round remaining, you find yourself stopped with 10 games won and one lost out of the 11 played. How do you feel about the season so far? And what good and bad can you take from the opening rounds of the season? Let's start with um, Titus. Well, 10-11, um, 10-1 is a great run for us, the Cannons. Um, despite the fact of... The game we lost, that was not supposed to be lost. No, that was a team that we wouldn't have lost to. But regardless, we live to correct what our mistake was. So it's a good run. We hope second round still to maintain the same run. All right. I'm sure do you have anything to add on, on that? Yeah, that loss was devastating. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, it was, on a, it was on the back of a three-game stretch, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. To Victoria yeah. University. That, so that is true, but still, we, we we wouldn't have lost that game despite the fact that we had those two games. Because if you looked at the games we played, actually, uh, it was UPDA the first one on a Friday, and it was it was one of the toughest ones. Yeah. The other ones wasn't that. It was also tough, but we managed to to get a good and comfortable lead. So we had. So we really we wouldn't have lost the Sunday game to Victoria University if if only we had. Given it our best, but yeah, as the captain has said, we live to correct it. All right. Um, Shakira Millicent, let's talk Lady Cannons now. Um, you find yourself stop, and uh, to many, you have earned yourselves the nickname of uh, Comeback Queens. Since most of the games this season, you found yourselves behind and managed to come and overcome the circumstances. What uh, makes you be able to come through those adversities during games and what makes you finish strong? Because it seems that you are a team that finishes strong during games. What do you think that, that comes from? Uh, anyway, yeah, we are comeback queens. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, if uh, a team is not serious, we, even though we lead us by 100, we believe that we can come back and win. Because uh, we turn the beginning of games, like it came, we tend not to be focused so much. But as the game goes on and we continue getting to the game, like we feel like we can win. However much a team has taken us, we feel like we can win. So we become focused and uh we stay in that in that like in that circle of being focused and hustling and then wanting to win. Yeah, that's why we always come back and we always win. Yeah. 
Alright. Uh, Millicent, um, the ladies managed to bounce back on Sunday with a season high 90 points against a one-challenge basketball club. After your defeat to KCCA Leopards on, on Friday, despite the late comeback, you are not able to, to quite tie the game and maybe force overtime. What was the, the mentality heading into that game against A1 Challenge on Sunday? Um, I think it was more of a continuation where we left from, we didn't have enough time yeah. to come back uh, in the KCCA game, which was so unfortunate. But moving forward, we had to, to redeem ourselves definitely. So the same attitude that we left with on Friday, we carried it forward on Sunday. So that's where we started from. And the positive energy is just came in and people are like, you know what? We need to do this. So, yeah. All right. That's good stuff. So let's head a little into the future. Let's speak second round. Um, what are your expectations as a team or as teams heading into the second round of fixtures? Because you both find yourselves with a target on the back because you have been winning games. And by winning games, it makes you a target to men. So what is your mentality heading into the second round of, of, of fixtures? Um, could you do what's going on in the team's camp? Could you tell the audience more what's going on? What's your mentality heading to the second round? Uh, as you said, we, ha- we actually have a target on our backs. And coach told us that the same thing. But that, that is not our business to, to know what they think about us how they're coming for us, whether they're coming strong or some maybe have already given up. First, we're going to continue with our mentality and that is to pursue our goal. We're going to come in as strong as we've always come, despite the still the, the loss to the other team. But we are still yeah, going to, yeah, we are still going to, we're still going to come out, we're still going to come out every day of the week and work out as hard as we've always done. Yeah, and give our best to to get the same result in the second round as well. All right. Um, do you feel, this I think we'll go to the ladies, do you feel that um, gaining an advantage in terms of you training during the lockdown has given you that, that advantage over other teams in terms of fitness? Because when it normally gets to clutch time, the fourth quarter, it seems that you have much more gas or let me say much more fitness compared to other teams. Do you think it was an advantage for you to start your preseason early? Uh, somehow it was. Because when you look at the team, uh, in the lockdown, we, we had all players that left, that finished school. We had some players who left to America. So in the lockdown, the team that was in the lockdown, it's on the same team that is on the ground right now. So it's just a little bit part of why we come back hard in fourth quarter. Yeah, but but uh, the other side is because we, we are a young team and we like we don't get tired so fast. And when you look at other teams that we compete with, our best competitors, the KCCA, the JKL, they are old ladies who are experienced. But being like in terms of being fast, we are faster than them. Yeah, so that's why you find us in fourth quarter still pushing. In that if it's if it's KCCA leading with twenty points in fourth quarter, if it, if, if it's not about time, we can actually beat them. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's it's not all about being like the lockdown happening. It's yes. about us being a young team and competitive. Yeah. Yes, so taking advantage of, of you being young and competitive. And most of your points this season have come from fast break. have uh, come through the fast break um, where you get the rebound and then head straight back down. I mean, is, it, is it something that um, Coach Nick emphasizes in training that you should do? Uh, those fast break points, is it something that you, you, you all work on? Uh, basically, yes, because uh, transition, I mean, it's part of practice. And as a basketball player, I think transition is one of the fastest way to make baskets. So if a team is lazy and we have runners in the team, why not? Let's take the transition and we move. All right. Yes, that's, that's good. Titus, this, is, this will go on to you then. 
um a few weeks back we were able to defeat City Oilers at YMCA. Um it was a tense game with excellent defense. Uh, that was a standout for the game. So what was what was the mindset heading into that game? Because City Oilers has recently been a more of a boogie side for us. They are the ones that defeated us in, in the twenty nineteen finals. So was it psychological do you have, do you feel like you got a psychological edge over that victory uh, against them? Well, yes, we can say it's a psychological thing, but even before we left, coach had said, it's either you win or we beat them. <laughs> so you had gone with coach. So, yes, there was no way we could lose to them, but yeah, it is all starts with City with what with defense. City yeah. is not a very good execution team when they are settled, when your defense is settled, but they are beaten teams with high points because of your offense. So if you turn over an offense, they utilize that chance, make their transitional baskets, and that is how they have been beating teams. So when we went, we viewed them, we had to do better execution on the other side. But the only way we would do that is by playing good defense and get them off guard that side. And as you said, that defense was very good, exactly. That's the mindset we went for. At least we better turn over the other side. If we are not making, they should also not be making. At least the game should end 1-1. That was what we had in mind. Okay. So it was defense first. So the defense proved outstanding that day. Um, by the way, before I go anywhere, I'd like just to tell you that I I have a few of your stats from the season, a few outstanding stats. So I hope you don't mind me us discussing about them. So let's start with you, Jerry. Uh, Jerry, you average thirteen points a game, and uh, you actually you rank sixteen assists. So uh, this uh, in terms of playmaking, is it um, something that you you you're naturally good at, or is something that you work on in terms of you want to see other players shine? <laughs> <laughs> if you watch uh, our training sessions, yeah. you will. We have one of our big men called Peter Sifuma. Uh, we call him Muluya. He's he's one of the people that actually encourage you to to learn to pass the ball the more. When when you're on court, actually personally, before I wasn't that. I would score like you find that I score eighteen points, fifteen points with one assist. You that's how it used to be. Yeah. But because of him, one time actually after the practice session, he 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 said it out loud. Jerry passed the ball, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and it all it all mat- it all depends on how you take it. Other times you find other players may take it in a negative way, like this guy doesn't like me. Yeah. But actually, the the fact is he 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 sees what you don't see. So. I learn from such people, from listening to other people about how I play. So that's why I try to adjust. And I'm actually happy that these days I, I pass the ball more. And I, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it has improved my game. Yeah. yeah, because of all the, all, everyone on the team. They, they help you, like, highlight something about you that you may not be knowing about. Like, I yeah. do a lot. He tells me that. And I cannot know that if I don't listen to what he says. So it's more of uh, trying to fit in, into the team. Yes. All right. As they say, there is no I in team, so exactly. big up to you. <laughs> um, Shakira, let's head to you next. Well, you have 30 assists for the season, but uh, one thing I noticed, though, is uh, you have you average around three turnovers per game. Is that something that you... Is it more of you trying to, to score the basket, or is it something that you'd want to work on as time goes on? Uh, in returning over the ball as, as point guards, yeah. you find yourself having more turnovers in the like in the whole team because every time you're holding the ball the ball is always in your hands and you're controlling the ball so at times you, you might make a pass and then someone is on there like you might be because as a point guy you like your mind move on faster like you think you imagine things even before they happen so yeah but you find some you, you make a pass to someone even before they reach there because for you, you 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 already know that they have to be there so it happens like you <clears throat> you find yourself making turnovers every time but having three turnovers it's 
it's it's it's really normal because yeah. <laughs> I'm very sure that it's, 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 it's really normal. Number. It's a very good number. Good number. I expected yeah, more. I, I expected like <laughs> to have like like five, ten, maybe right, three. Right, right. <laughs> I'm being better there. Right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I'm really, I'm I'm really looking forward to work on it. Yeah, because the turnovers are not really good because they make me like feel like lose lose the confidence. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to reduce on them at least one on on and because I I'm I'm very sure that I, I had games that where I had only one turnover and this one that I don't I, I didn't have any turnover. Yeah, mm. so I'm looking forward to work on it. Okay. Yeah. We hope so. Yeah. I'm Titus. Um, you you actually have one of the highest efficiency rates in the league. Um, how how are you able to 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 be able to to shoot the basketball to make points? Um make both on the defensive and the offensive end how are you able to do it that that well to be able to post such a high efficiency rate i, I just want to to try to pick your mind a little bit on what your mindset is going into training and eventually leading into the game well um as big men we are entitled to very many chances you know yeah of, of averaging in efficiency and all that so i think it counts when it comes to you know i have to rebound you know me being, I mean, I'm not the one with the highest wingspan in the team, yeah. but then me averaging more minutes in the team with wingspan, I have to defend the rim. You know, all those give me the, what, the efficiency. And in the back of my head, I know that, yes, when the ball is down, I have to advance it that side. And of course, that's the easiest way we can make points. So that's how I, I get the efficiency. I have to make sure I defend the rim, you know, defend whatever player I'm given. And the other side, of course, this is basketball, not soccer, where a defender has to score last. Yeah. It's basketball where the long guys are looked first before they shoot us. Yes, I have to convert that, and that is how the efficiency comes in. All right. For those learning how to play basketball, better <laughs> take the word from Titus. <laughs> so, Millicent, um, I also saw you average one of the highest three-point percentages in the league. Um, what's the secret behind that, if you don't mind us you don't mind the viewers knowing um basically it's just workouts the yeah. more you shoot the more the more you get yeah. the confidence when yeah. you go to the game it's a sure bit okay. yeah so there's there's no extra there's no secret it's just workouts okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's, that's, pace. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that's that's good i thought maybe you'd be like i do this a little bit of this but no, it's, it's, it's all right. i do the basic things like i just go on court yeah. Shoot the basketball. That's all. I don't do in between. I don't do behind the back. I don't do those things. I just shoot. It's all about the basics, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, they always say without with a great team, you have a great mind behind it. So I just want to dive more about talk about more about more about Coach Nick. What does what has he done to make you a better basketball team for for everyone involved? Coach, personally, you. To my opinion is you will hardly find a coach that is so dedicated to his work like Coach Nick. From the time I came to see you here, whether it rains or it is shining or whatever weather that that, that day brings, yeah. you'll always find Coach Nick at, in his office or on court. He's always there for you, whether to listen to you, to help you out with drills. Like it's just, it's just, it also gives you the players like that confidence. Because if he himself doesn't have scorn from training you, you trying to dodge and you know try to go off off the road of of the game you you actually feel the guilt in by yourself because he is there for you all the time if he's not there the reason he gives is is more than genuine so it also gives us you know the love and the, the strength to keep pushing because i we we know if we if we follow him he will lead us to to the goal that we're trying to achieve shakira what has coach nick 
being able to do to make you a better basketball player. Apart from uh, Coach Nick being an educated coach, uh, he has the love for the game. He knows what he does. Uh, you see, you are, when you talk about basketball of Uganda, as much as I know it, it's very hard for, for Coach Nick. So hard in that each year he gets new players and each year players go out. When you look at uh, our best opponents, the JKL ladies, their captain Flash, she was here back in the days. When you go to KCCA, there are very many players around the league that are from UCU. Actually, the ones that are trained with by, like, by, by Coach Nick back the days. And it's very hard and so interesting that those players leave UCU go, but still Coach Nick takes his time, brings new young players and actually compete with those old ladies that were here before. So, to me, it has really helped me so much in that he can actually if you if you saw, if you saw into like much into the game, can even give you personal time, like without you paying him any coin. He gives you personal time in that he teaches you things on a personal basis. Never on being with the team, whereby there are very many people he is developing in the team, like team training he can even give you personal workout like you alone like yeah. in the lockdown I used to work out with Coach Nick like uh, three days a week which helped me to improve so much in that when I went for the three on three in, in Kenya I was one of the best players in the tournament Yeah, and it wasn't because of me alone it was because of him he has really done a lot not only in basketball but also in the life skills yeah so he's really a very, a very good coach to me he's the best coach in Uganda. Yes. Yeah. Because he respects the game, puts in a lot, whereby sometimes you find him going to different countries like German to learn the game and, and like put in much into the game. Yeah, so that's that's so interesting about him and yeah, he's a really good coach and he has helped me as I've told you. That's yeah. that's, that's good to know. Um Titus, we, we whenever whenever we have good teams, you cannot mention a good team without good chemistry. Um could you help us elaborate what more like in terms of the chemistry that you the team has in terms of your relationship between the players wow for canons i think it's beyond chemistry because yeah. we eat together you know share the rooms you know move together it's class time the other one has to wake up the other man we have yeah. class recently those who were finishing you know it reached to a point where fayed would come and ask my how many yes. do you have in Koso? Yeah. why are you getting 30 you should be in 40 yeah. you get so yeah. all that interaction by the time it goes on court is beyond the chemistry yeah and then us picking up together, doing, you know, shooting together and coach being around with us when we are working out. By the time we go in for a game, a basketball game, I already know what Jerry is thinking and I can put the ball where he wants it. So you, that's where the chemistry comes in. You feel that the times, the, a lot of time is spent between you guys makes you a better team? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Um, Millicent, as well, you spend a lot of time with the teammates. Do you think that has helped you uh, improve the chemistry among the souls or? No, I think definitely. Yeah. The more time you spend with someone, yeah. the more time you get a close. So the more time we're together brings that bond, which right. it's beyond the, the court, yeah. where we're staying, how we move, so things like that. So the bond is, is more when you're together. All right. Yeah. Sweet to know. So um, we're going back to the second half of the season. Um, um, is there any any team that that might that you have your eyes on or you feel like we need to be better than them because well let's be honest we're both going the both teams are going for championships at this stage of the season it's half one more round to the end to the mid-season break and both teams find themselves on top so is it championship mindset right now or your technique game at a time game at a time Jerry what would your mindset of course uh, the goal is the championship yeah. but you cannot look at the championship without handling the little things that are in front of you right now so the mindset is take the, each game at a time your play in each game is going to determine whether you deserve a place in the championship because to be honest right now we are at the top tomorrow you don't know what is going to happen 
you we could as well be in the middle or even down so we need to keep we need to keep our focus and that is going to be okay people can get excited or you see yourself you're on top right now you are begin chilling and you lose it and you find that you're not doing the basic things that you're supposed injuries. to be doing yeah injuries we have also injuries so we need to take everything a step at a time so we take each game at a time and when i say each game at a time i mean each detail of the game pick those rebounds reduce those turnovers and overall it will give us the the goal of the championship that you're looking at yeah I've actually noticed in very many sports, uh, actually especially basketball, it is one of the few sports that you're going to find you'll have systematic games in games. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Um, you have a game, but in a game, there is it might be a matchup between uh, uh, two opponents. It might be a rebound, missed call. It's it's more of the details. Basketball is such a detailed game, and exactly. yeah, it, and I feel that the small margins are the ones that separate. If you're able to clear out, if you're able to make your small margins count, then you'll be able to come out that out of the game on top. So, um, Shakira, yeah. is it championship now mentality or as Jerry saying, it's it's more of game, game, game at a time? Because yeah, there is no doubt that as players, it's it's in human nature that as players, most probably you might think a bit far ahead and it is not bad because as fans, we are excited because the team is on top and obviously you're thinking playoffs and then the title in, in the long run. So, is it, as Jerry said, more of game at a time for you as players or it's your, it's your thinking, let's take it. Yeah, it's game at the time because as he said you cannot anticipate the future yeah. yeah you might be on top and then you just go down and for the ladies we've, we've had a lot of injury in our team like injuries yeah. are, are so so very many in that me myself I was just from an injury so it's about game at a time so whichever game you it gets done then you count it like it's a win but without it without playing the game you never know what will happen tomorrow even in training like it's just game at a time but all you know we have the like the championship mindset it's it's at the back of our head so besides besides it being game at a time we still want to win here Millicent um, this one will go to you in your opinion who do you think your biggest challengers will be for the second round of the season? Uh, um, well I'll say our biggest challengers Mm, okay. Tough one, huh? Not really, not <laughs> yeah. really. Uh, basically, to be JKL. Yeah. What What makes you say JKL, and what do you think you need to do to be better than them? Okay, at first, I think uh, the experience comes in yeah. in handy, despite us being young, being first, and but we can't we can't forget that they are more experienced. Yeah. They've played more games than some of us. So at the end of the day, you just need to keep the focus. Definitely. That is the core thing. And having a strong mentality, yeah, going forward. So that's what we're looking to beat. Because the experience, you can't deny it is there. Yeah. 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 All right. And anyway, with time, you also get to get an experience. Definitely. But I feel that being with a young team as well, you get to be more fearless than the experience side. Uh-huh. And I think yeah. that is an advantage. So it's, that, let's say it's yeah. more, more uh, effort yeah. and experience. All right. We're all hoping for the best. Thank you. Um, Titus, um, this one goes to you though. So, what expectations do you hold as a team heading to the second round? Second round. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, as Jerry said before, going into second round, being a number one seed, just tells you that anyone you're going to play against is yeah. coming hard on you. You know, anyone, whether he's the last or the first, is going to come hard on you. Being a UCU team already is enough name yeah. to make a team come strong. Then now being a number one seed just makes it worse. So going into second round, we have it at the back of our minds that anyone is going to come hard. Yeah. Even before we go into second round, the Friday game, we very well know that those guys are going to come hard. So second round, you're number one seed. 
it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. Any team will want to take you down. Anyone, you know, in Africa here, yeah, when you're the one winning, they don't like you. Yeah. But the one who is a mediocre is the one who is like, <laughs> So, number one seed, anyone is going to come hard on you. Yeah. All we have is, as Jerry said, we are taking one game at a time. We are not going to think about who is hard, who is not. We are going to take a game at a time. We are playing this team today, this team, and us. It has to go down. Until the final whistle, we shall think of the next game. All right. That's what we have. Okay, that's good stuff. So... I will pose this to all of you, though. Because you find yourselves in this unique experience that you're playing very competitive top-flight basketball, but at the same time, you have your books to to balance these ends at school. Um, What what challenges do you face when you're trying to compete, like, for National League titles and you're also trying to make sure that you're in class and trying to compete in terms of uh, getting your... Your academic paper. Are there any challenges first? How do you handle that pressure? And would you have it any other way? If if I am to ask that question. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Anyway, me being uh, <coughs> a sports student, uh, limited challenges that I that, that I face. They are so limited in yeah. that it's it's only like how people take you. For example, as look at me. Uh, I'm a, I'm a bit boyish because I play basketball. Of course, it's it's a it's a men's game. Yeah. So the only problem that I get is how people take you. Like people that you want to be friends to, they take you as you maybe they, they take you as serious as not friendly. But the other side, yo, as athletes, we are we are always we are always wise. In that I'm telling you, just imagine you playing basketball. You're going for the last second of the game, and then a coach a coach draws a play that you have to do there and then. You have to capture and do it on court immediately, and you get it. Go on court and do it and do it perfectly, and even get what you wanted out of the play. So that's really being so wise and like we have we are so sharp in that. When it comes to class, me I don't find any problem. I take my book serious off court. I go to I go to my room. I clean up myself, and then I go to I go for books. The few friends that I've met in class. They help me so much in that they make me to like to keep to keep up with education. So me, I don't face out of challenges apart from how people take you. Like someone wants to approach you by the thing that ah Shakira is so serious yeah. because she's a sports student, which kind kind of hurts me in then here and there. But it's all good. It's all good because yeah. me, I'm 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 so sharp. I believe. Yes, I'm so sharp. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, athletes are sharp. Yeah, yeah. Shakira's words. <laughs> so, Jerry, uh. Yeah, what Shakira said is actually it's it's true. I think there's just there's something about um about sports and 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 education that that is like advantageous to the to the people who are participating. That you find you you don't you don't find very many sports students who who are actually who are let me say challenged in edu- in the in their books part of of life. Most of them who you find that are having those issues not it's not because they they do not want to. To actually attend to class, or but you find their reasons are, are different. Yeah. Maybe it's because they give more time to sports than their books. But if you if if they give if they manage to balance their the the two together, usually you find that education becomes way easier because sports keeps keeps your mind open and it it it's it's an exercise for your brain. Yeah. It keeps you sharp. And for sports people, when you read something, I f- you you there's a way you understand it quicker. Yeah, than than just a, an average person. Yeah, so I feel like you have that added, added advantage. If you're a sports person and you're also studying, though balancing it may be a little challenging, but if you give it the time and attention, you, you do great. Um, Titus, I remember last November, you we had a conversation and you told me you had to go for the qualifiers in Angola, but at the same time you had papers um, around the corner. Um, how are you able to balance that situation out for, for, the, for the all the listeners and viewers? Just... <clears throat> 
I'm curious. Talking curious. about November, I think yeah. in November I had three travels, yeah. one after the other, national team, three on three, UCU, national team. And then, of course, even I had to miss a test or something like that. But of course, those are the challenges that come with it. So yeah. it comes with balance. I, I can say grats, uh, bravos to my, cl- my cosmates. Yeah. They helped me a lot. I wasn't so much into class, but I had all that was given because of them. Um, I would go for national team training, come back and sit with them around C block there one of the classes discuss with them what was done today or what was done yesterday so i kept on being at, on the same page with them because of, i was balancing yeah. i was trying hard so give the day to national team in the evening i'd be a crossman's you know teaching me literally and that is how i balance so as a sports person as shakira said it's just we are intelligent i should say Okay. Very interesting. Something is done in less than 30 seconds and you have to get it as a play, as he said. Yeah. Their last play again is KIU. It's a play they had never gone through. Yeah. But they had to make it and what? Come up with a play and make a pass. So that is what helped me. I'll repeat in Shakira's words, sports <laughs> athletes are wise. So, very <laughs> said, yeah. Where would you um, put the situation you're in in terms of uh, playing and competitive basketball and balancing your books? How are you able to do that? Um, basically, just find your circles. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's time for basketball. I have my teammates. Yeah. When it's time for class, I have friends in class. So basketball, they where I don't understand, they'll take me through class. Where I've missed something, they'll come through. So basically, it's just finding your circles and putting the effort to know. Because if I'm a sports person and I don't want to go to class, definitely. So the effort that I put, of course, I know I cannot miss practice. Yeah. So it's the same mentality I carry to class. Like, you know, I have classes, I cannot miss classes. I have training, I cannot miss training. So basically just no uh, focusing on one side, then leaving the other side. No, just staying focused. What side? You know what you want this side? You know what you want this side? So just keeping the focus and the discipline. Right. Uh, adding on that, by the way, uh, actually, let me say, there's a way how clever students in class love to interact with sports students. Yeah. I don't know if you guys face that yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where about you find they like the they clever students in class, they always yeah. want to talk to you. Hey Shaki, yeah. hey like every time. So that helps us in that me, the friends that I've been having in class, yeah. uh, they are like they are the, the, the sharp ones in class in that when I interact with them, I pick so fast. Exactly. Yeah, so it, it has really helped us. Alright. Yeah. I think that's that's a good thing. Or I'll throw it there maybe sometime in the near future they would want free tickets for a game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, <they> know. <laughs> so yeah um okay let's head back to the national basketball league do you f- how do you f- do you feel the privilege of playing in such a competitive league and and what what would you take away like the, the experience because so many people would want to play basketball at a high level but they are not able to because of um certain certain uh, circumstances that may befall them so what kind of what experience do you get and do you think the league what what are expectations of the league right now and maybe in a few years because as sports as uh, as a lifestyle it we always have to grow and it's in nature for sports to grow so what are your expectations of the league now and maybe in a few years when i don't know if you'll still be playing if those are your plans for playing but um what are your expectations down the road for the league uh, personally i feel like the the league is it's very competitive true yeah and it's a platform for many young players to to show their talent as well yeah. uh, however i feel like the the league is is so like it 
it, it, it doesn't expose players enough. No. Their media coverage is very, very low. Very low. Yeah. So personally, I feel like in, in a few years to come, they should look uh, at maybe covering um, in terms of media yeah. the games more so that they can give the players who, who want to come and watch. Because I believe there are very many players, young players outside there yeah. in Uganda who want to play and, and want to get inspired. Yeah. But they're not being given that chance just because I believe there are very many players who love a game just because of watching. Many people love football, but it's not because they are good at football. They will try to learn the game because they watch it somewhere. So I feel like there are very many players, especially in high schools, primary schools, who can gain the love and you know start early. Uh, if the if the league is is given uh, looks into the, the issue of media the media coverage, yeah, yeah I, I feel that is an issue that probably now that we are in the media as we. We try and grow in the industry that maybe we we'll try and solve. We're having a discussion here. This is the first ever episode of a sports podcast in the, in, the, in the university and most probably in the country. And I feel that with time, we'll get there. As now, people are going to obviously listen to your voices. They're going to know who you are and then maybe get invested in the sport. I feel the media has a very big part to play in terms of the way sports is portrayed in a community or in the country. And with time, hopefully we'll get there. Yeah, and yeah. and I also feel like if if the media really comes into play, yeah. it also gives another advantage to the, to the, to the league itself. Yeah. Because yeah. people want to invest their money yeah. in something that people know about. Exactly. So no one is going to come and try to give you more money if your your whatever your your league is not watched a lot. So if media comes in and very many people are viewers, you will find that more investors will also want to come, and that's how it's going to also develop. All right. I'm Do you have anything to say about the league and where you want it to be in, in a few years, or yeah. state right now? I really. Think it's the same with Jerry. Um, you know this this period. There are very many scouts yeah. everywhere. You know would want to take players, young growing players, elsewhere out of Uganda, where you know game is more competitive, and which is what young players are looking for. But then you know, like if you look at Rwanda facilities yeah. and you compare to Uganda, we do not match up at all. We don't. So I think, as Jerry said, we need so much coverage to be done by media. You know, for us to get exposed out there. And you know, Uganda couldn't be the way where. My a young developing player now would be playing. But because of the media, it's the player just ends up, you know, playing there. Very many people had looked talented in high school games, but when time flies, as time goes on, they're in second year of university, you know, life is different. Exactly. You find a player fades away, it's now hustling for life. Yes. So if there was something basketball was doing in life, I don't think a player like that would fade away. Okay. Would continue carrying on and, you know, eventually makes it somewhere. So I think the media needs to be looked at. Plus, the organization also has to be firm. Um, I, I just picked a point from what you're saying, and uh, you talked of Rwanda's facilities. Actually, Rwanda is hosting um, the playoffs for the Basketball Africa League. Playoffs, yeah, for World the, Cup qualifiers. Yes, and speaking of Basketball Africa League, do you think that um, we need the women's side, this goes to the ladies, do you think we need the women's version of, of the Basketball Africa League to promote women's basketball? Because as you said, as you pointed out, Shakira, um, sometime back, you said that um, basketball is not very common among the women, but we do have a league that's going on and it is a very competitive league. Um, do you feel like competitions like, like the Basketball Africa League, when in case, or when in case they open or they start up the women's side, the region version of the game, it's going to increase 
increase the competitiveness and the growth of the women's game in the country. Yeah, I yeah I believe that it should be put in like into action. Yeah. For like the men are having their their games of bow. I guess the women should also be given an opportunity to express their talents because I believe if a woman is talented, yeah, it's so different. Like it's it's so special because as Africans we believe that women are all like they're on they're only known inside the house on full stop. But if someone knows sports and they can do something in sports, why not like give them a plat- a platform where they can enjoy themselves? So yeah, I I just pray that at least one day the organizers and the people like people that take on basketball at least they look through it and put the the competitive games of bow in like also like women like to also to play to play play those games because it will really help us like me as a young player it will to really help me to compete with people from other different countries and it will be so nice yeah it's such a good experience if it happens right that is what we are all praying for so Millicent is there anything you'd want to say before we come to the end of this podcast like um, I think she has said it all. Yeah. So basically, also, I once uh, won court, then I asked someone, like, why why isn't there a ball for ladies? Yeah. You know? So, and, uh, yeah, it will, it will really be nice. Like, I still don't understand so why it's not the there. Do we do the process? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I think it was a guy. I don't remember who, but I still don't understand why it's, it's not there. But it will be nice. Okay, yeah. yeah. talking about something about the women's basketball. I feel women are, are kind of left behind because I don't know. I don't know if uh, they just look at our talents as something small, which is something big. Yeah. As I've said, as I've I've said like some minutes back, a lady who has a talent like. They they are so special and they look so so good in that you're respected. I'm talking about basketball Africa. We can like if you look at the WNBA, you find that at least each 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 team they have a, a, a woman as a coach, as an assistant coach. But when you look at Uganda in particular, you only find like we only have I think one one lady who coaches like in the NBA NBL, yeah. which is Coach Mavit of KCCA. And yet there are so many women who are talented. There are so many veterans of basketball who left the game and they have that that like they, they have the game in their mind and. They're just seated on it, not even like exposing it to other other young players. So I feel the women are, are really left behind. In Sorry. that in, in that remembering was it twenty nineteen? Yeah. The national team of you of Uganda ladies were left and the men were went for how many how many tours? I think they were like four. And the women were just left there. So it it, it, it really wasn't fair. Yeah. I don't understand it but I don't want to talk about it so much but I feel the women are, are left behind. And yet we are also and <laughs> Shakira said that maybe they look at that and that is like small. <laughs> it's, it's not <laughs> It's not that they look at your talents that like it's it's any inferior to the to the guys. But personally, I think it's all down to to marketing. If you find that women basketball, not only basketball by the way, this yeah. goes across all sports. Yeah. You find that women sports are not viewed as much as the men yeah. because of the competition that is in it. It doesn't make and actually women in practice work out way harder than the men. Yeah. But that is because of the 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 advantage that men have. You find that now, for example, here in UCU, the ladies I think have about four training sessions for us men we have about three that is because the ladies need more to push them because a lot of expected of them it doesn't mean that their talents are, are not good enough actually it's to find a lady that can do what a man can do it's so hard but when they do it they do it as uh, as as good as the man can do it yeah. 
but just because of the of the market that the the sport for the ladies gives them that's why you find that that they have been left out in in many kinds of uh scenarios like let me say for example in the nba if you look at the salary gaps they totally don't match exactly they are they are two totally different things yeah. you look at it and you you if you if you do not understand the concept of marketing and media and how it affects the salaries yeah. you will actually feel like the ladies are being cheated but it's not that it's just because did you did you know that in actually us uh, nba gets some of its income to subsidize the league for the women just so that it can survive oh. in other words you work in a deficit like you, mm. you you make losses in your league but because they're trying to to boost your league so they have to invest in it but it doesn't mean that that the ladies talent is not appreciated actually ladies are very talented if you watch their sports is also interesting but we just need to find a way of making people want to watch yeah. more people don't the, want to yeah watch people don't watch ladies. and if people don't watch where is the money going to come from so it is more of the marketing department exactly mm. so i feel like for the ball issue right now many people watch ball yeah. because it, because is very competitive and it's a men's sport but I think if Ball solidifies this position and people and the viewers are now there yeah. they will also be able to introduce the ladies part of it speaking like a Ball representative <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, as we as we head as we come to the class, I just want to send my gratitude out to Bugembe Andrew, our producer. Thank you for your good work you're doing. Um, Shakira, Millicent, Jerry, and Titus. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming here to be able to talk basketball, and hopefully we can be able to catch up soon. Sure, sure. All right. We've come to an end.